0: Today's staff is Lamed in Tera er, and we're beginning at the end of Chavtes Amadalad, or, or the second side of Chavtes. So now now that we've explained the meaning of the different parts of the aveda and the base of Migdash, we can explain the, the uh, idea of Hanukkah and the connection to the candles. And also the word Hanukkah, which the word Hanukkah means dedication. And just as with Hanukkah, we rededicated the base of Migdash, we had, it It is reminiscent of the original rededication of uh, of, the, um, of the Mizbeach and the Mishkan. The idea of all of them is that when you start off something new, you've got to give it a bit extra in order to get it going in the right way. Similar to when a child starts off on their first day, you give them presents and make an exciting atmosphere so that they uh, get into it and, and they want to continue in this way. Now, the Pasuk says Narayisi and, and, and to heal him and some people say that at the end of Benching that Nara that I was uh, uh, young and the Gamsa then I got old. So Nara based on uh, Kabbalah, refers to the uh, energy, the spiritual life force that Hashem gives to the, to the worlds, and it's only at a, in a state of nar, of youthfulness, meaning that it's small. Yosef is also called nar, like it says, nar is b'nei he was youthful with the sons of Bilhan and Zilpah, the sons of the maidservants, he was friendly with them, but also we see this idea of being youthful. And small. Similarly, we find Rachel called the small one. Leah was the older sister, and then Rachel was the younger one. Shame Haktano Rachel, and this word haktano, It's got a hey and then Katana because it's made up of these two parts: hey, which refers to Malchus, and Katana, small. That actually because the energy in this world is in a state of malchus it comes from malchus which malchus is about uh, limiting the godly energy in order to give space for other so that's why the energy is uh, small it's limited Yaakov is the same same thing it says about Yaakov that he is small as well. Why? Because Yaakov is about bringing the you would bring the great intense spiritual energy all the way down into Ocave, into the heel. So that also is limited, his coming from here to there. And that limit and that sense of being defined is also, is also small because it's not like Hashem himself is unlimited. So in order to bring Hashem's unlimited energy, into uh, into uh, our Aveda, into our efforts to serve Hashem and to connect Hashem, it couldn't happen just through the daily Aveda. There has to be an initial big bang start-off. And that is the idea of the original Hanukkah, uh, Hamzbech and Chanukas HaMishkan, the dedication of the Mishkan, where the Nisi the leaders of each of the 12 tribes brought ek Extra carbonus more than the usual, and the Nassim themselves were above the spiritual stature of the regular Jewish people. As well as their carbon, their sacrifice, their gift was more than the usual, and this allowed the Aveda, the service of Hashem, and connecting to Hashem to begin in a more powerful way to let it afterwards continue. Similarly, in the times of the Hashem, when they fought against the Greeks, that was also a time of a new beginning. The Greeks Greeks didn't really want to stop the Jewish people from being Jewish entirely. They didn't want to kill them out either. They wanted to make them forget the like we say in Val that they should forget your terror and to remove them from the mitzvahs. They wanted the Jewish people to write, like it says in Medrash Rabbah, that Kis asher, you should write on the horn of your oxen that you have no part in the God of Israel. What does this mean spiritually? The ox represents the more passionate animal urge within us that uh, is much more powerful and passionate than our sort of more hu- human, rational, calm side. But they wanted us to remember that the that the uh, animal is only for animalistic purposes. Don't use that passion for uh, holy purposes. Don't connect the ox with its spiritual source in the Merkava and the holy chariots and in spiritual worlds. And that's why they said, let's focus on the horn. The horn represents the external, the dead part, which is uh, the animal as it is only in its physical self, Whereas if you elevate the animal, use out that passion for the holy, then actually it says that the animals on the four sides of the Merikava lift up, they lift up the chariot and lift up the uh, Adam, the the image of the person on top, uh, who, who, although seemingly Adam is higher, it's the intellect beyond the passion of emotions. But on the other hand, the emotions elevate the person, the person, meaning like the natural kiss as well. Now, the Greeks didn't want that. They wanted them to say we have no part in Ottoman Elyon in the supernal uh, man, meaning uh, in, which is a high level of godliness. And that's why they said, right, you have no portion, you have no connection to Hashem. Although the Jewish people were very small, they fought and had mesirous nefesh. And they had self-sacrifice and willingly uh, laid their lives on the side and risked their lives for Hashem. And this allowed them to receive a new dimension in Torah. And in order to do this, there had to be Hanukkah, that to be a rededication where you give more, and that allowed the uh, new light of Torah to come through. Like we see this practically, doesn't say this in the moment, but the, the idea of uh, the Mishnah and uh, then the Gemara, the whole oral Torah, there was this flowering of oral Torah with the Tanoim after Hanukkah's story. And this relates back to the passage we quoted earlier. Uh, we spoke about Kova you know, Yeshua, the um, uh, hat of salvation, which we said Yeshua also means to turn. That we want Hashem to turn towards us and to be involved with us in a in inner manner, our inner heart to Hashem's inner self, like uh, like a, like a hadras ponim. Now. Next paragraph, Zell. This is the idea of halo and haida. On Hanukkah, there's a mitzvah to praise Hashem and to thank Hashem. There's a difference. Halo has two meanings. Either it means to praise, like we said, or it means uh, to shine. There's a possibility that the, his uh, lamp shines, which represents revelation. And they're actually connected. Because notice, when you praise someone for a certain quality, that reveals, that makes that quality shine. And that, that, that's both the, the idea of Hallel. When we praise Hashem, like, for example, the beginning of Hallel starts off with halaluka we reveal the Ka, this uh, godly energy of Yud k, it comes out in a revealed state. That Yud is Chachma. Chachma is... Uh, the sort of human rational elements of ourselves, and uh, it, it is the, uh, the where we receive from our subconscious. So similarly with Hashem, it's what receives from Erenso, uh, from Hashem's unlimited light, and uh, we uh, through revealing halalukha, revealing the Yudkei, so we link together Chachman and Binah. Where Binah is the more developed intellect with all the details and already starting to descend down into the heart. Then the same Pasuk at the beginning of beginning of Halal continues and it says, hallow at the end of the Pasuk, hallow Shem Hashem, to praise the name of Hashem. And what that means is to bring down Chachmah not only to Binah, but also into the emotions, that the emotions should all be directed and dedicated towards Hashem like we said earlier about the Hashem agdula, that the Gedula which is Chesed and Gvura and Teferis netachai, should all be should all be directed towards Hashem but this only happens through what the Passuk says first haluka, avde Hashem, that the servants of Hashem can praise Hashem what does that mean? That through that or that uh, self nullification, which is uh, represented by servants that we have for Kabbalah, so on, accept Hashem as a king, accept Hashem's yoke. So that's the first step. And then we can have uh, the praise revealing Hashem that uh, that it, Hashem's uh, uh, light is revealed through the hundred brachas. It's a, there's a takana to say a hundred brachas each day. The idea of a bracha is to bring down, which is again about similar to halal, which is revealing uh, Hashem. And that's what the next pasuk in halal means. Hashem <inaudible> me'atvarelom that Hashem's name should be blessed forever and ever. That meverech being blessed also means to bring down. Like we know that, uh, like, Meverah means to, like, bend over a branch to bring it down. And uh, it, should, it should be blessed, uh, from the beginning of time to the, to the end of time, to eternity, which that's all within the, the uh, concept, within the, within the uh, idea of time, which is connected to Malchus, that there should be revelation of Hashem within the place of limitations and physicality. The idea of revelation is all the Hallel. We said halal means both to praise and to reveal, but then there's the ha, the haidah, the thanksgiving and the humility. Uh, that is where we're just following instructions, perhaps without without the full excitement. Now, nowadays, Hashem's uh, unlimited light is not uh not uh, revealed within uh within our world uh in a manifest it's not manifest as in an apparent way but when mashiach comes so then it says i in by that we'll see him eye to eye whereas now we sort of discern it but it's behind a barrier like the pasuk says do fake that the the sound of my beloved is knocking i hear the sound of it but it's it's not quite clear or like the pasuk says, of Libyar, that I'm asleep, but my heart is awake." So it's there, but it's it's a little bit fuzzy. And once the Beis migdash was destroyed, Hashem's uh, presence is only manifest in halacha, like it says that uh, that Migdash eh, Hashem only has Dalad Amisha halacha. And uh, so this is the state of Haidar, where we uh, we thank Hashem and we're humble before Hashem, but ha- Hashem's light is not revealed fully, but we still plot along and do what Hashem wants. And when we do that, then Hashem can be, we're not a contradiction, we're not uh, focusing on our own ego, that lets Hashem shine through us. And then when we say words of Torah, then Hashem is speaking through us. Like it says, my words, Hashem says, that I put into your mouth. Or like it says, that the Kabbalists and Svas were told that the Mishnah is speaking through uh, your mouth. And this is through Bittal that can sometimes uh, achieve something that uh, even when it's not a time of Gilu, but you end up with Elikos being able to be manifest. Uh, So in short, uh, this uh Mayim of Hanukkah spoke about the uh four, avod, four four of the uh parts of the daily Avodah and the basement. Then it spoke about how you have the ch- Hanukkah, the dedication, which then you have to give something beyond, give something more. And uh the the uh the uh goal, all these avadas are about uh being realizing and really taking in that Hashem is one, loving Hashem. Uh, being passionate for Hashem and, uh, and therefore and Hanukkah because it's a time of rededication and w- with giving more in order to connect in, in a deeper way. We have also halal and haidah. uh Halal being revelation of godliness and Haida is that uh, obedience and submission, bittal, that lets Hashem shine through us even in what would otherwise be a dark time. And that's also the idea of the Menorah. The Menorah is about uh, lighting up each of our seven minutes that should be aligned with Hashem. Next, Maimah. The Pasuk says, and this comes from Zachariah, and it's in the Haftarah of Hanukkah that, and then it continues, So uh, the full Pasuk is where Hashem says that if you walk in my ways and if you keep my charge, then you too shall judge my house and you too shall guard my courtyards and I'll give you free access among those who stand by. But in Hasidus, it it often explains that there's two concepts, there's two levels. There's Mahalchim. And aimed him. There's those who are on the move and those who stand still. The aimed him can be both angels, like it says that the angels stand uh before Hashem. Srafim aimdim. The Srafim, the type of angel, is standing before Hashem. And also the neshamas, before they come into this world, like it says that uh the 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 uh, neshamas stand. of that. Before I came into this world, I stood before Hashem, but still standing, not moving. Whereas once we come into this world and we're involved in a physical body and an animal soul, so then we're we're able to take on this new characteristic of being movers on the move, going. The reason is because angels as as well as uh, souls they get their energy only from the osseous, from the words yes they're very high but they're, they're from the external of a, of a very high spiritual level whenever you have an idea <clears throat> or whenever you say something there's the concept behind what you're saying or thinking and then there is the uh, words which are used to say it so the words are the external and the vessel which holds the idea and the feeling and therefore, the angels which come from the Hashem's speech and the Jewish people that come from Hashem's thoughts, like it says about the angels of the Ruch, with the air of Hashem's mouth, that's where all the heavenly hosts are from, whereas the Jewish people, the Yisrael, they come from Hashem's thoughts, Either way, but there's still the words and letters and therefore they're external. Like we quoted uh, earlier in, in Tarar Vayeshev from uh, Sefi that when you have two stones, you can build two wo- uh, two combinations of words. Like, for example, Aleph base or base aleph. There's only two possibilities, whereas once you introduce a third one, then you have six possibilities. But either way, the uh, the letters are all uh, compared to uh, stones, which are inanimate and therefore they stand still. I, it says that that the uh, angels fly, so we see that they are moving, but that is not through their own efforts. That is through the Jewish people uh, are, are working themselves and, and arousing that uh, uh, godly response, and that allows the angels to move. When the Jewish people say Kaddish, then the angels respond Kaddish as well. They're declaring Hashem's holiness. And that's when they fly. So let's now look into more this process that the Jewish people say Kaddish and this elicits a response from Hashem. So we know that there are two basic uh, levels of how Hashem relates to this world. There's mamalek Hashem gives us uh, limited energy according to the state of each world and what that world can take, and then there's Sober Karmen, which is the uh, light, which is beyond, and that can be this that same light and energy can be given to all world, worlds equally. Now the uh, Mamale energy is uh, conducted through Malchus. Malchus is where we uh, look at each uh, at the other and its needs, like we say in Ved Hadar Malchusay that the, the uh, honor of uh, the uh, beauty of, of his kingship. And then you have many different, uh, at the level of you have many different uh, uh, distinct uh, energies and different angels. And this uh, multiplicity and beauty, all different colors and styles, that's the Hadar, that's the beauty. But it's only a limited energy. And uh, when we say... Kaddish, 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 then we're trying to elicit something beyond. Kaddish means holy. What is holiness? Holiness is is something which is beyond us, separated from us, above. And that is trying to elicit the soap of energy, the energy which surrounds the worlds but can't fill the worlds according to its level. And uh, what we want is that it shouldn't stay sober, but that the energy from beyond should become personalized. In other words, it should stay beyond energy, but we're able to take it in in a personalized way. And that's what we mean when we say in the Pasuk Kadu, and, and we say it in Davening, Kadish, 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 I know, that we want it to fill, Malay Khalaris this beyond sober energy should fill the world. Now, Kavid is the same uh, numerical value as 32, which uh, Chachma has uh, 32 parts. The, there's the laman the of Chachma, the 32 path, pathways of, of uh, Chachma. And Chachma is where uh, Hashem's unlimited light is able to be contained within a sphere. It's like the mirror with us is where the subconscious reveals itself into the conscious mind. And and uh it's referred to in the first bracha before krish where we say Ma Hashem, quoting from the passage in Tila, Ma Hashem." that ha- that uh, how many are your works Hashem, so they're all made through Chachmas. So we've got multiplicity which happens through mamaleh and then we say Mala, it's the earth is full of your acquisitions which uh Elsewhere, we use the word uh, "kane" to acquire regarding chachma and bina. Now, what we're aiming for is the a, energy from Hashem which is beyond the regular energy which is embedded within the world and embedded in nature of the of the world not just our world but all the worlds we want something beyond the same energy and when we are able to achieve that so then we have a yichud a unification of Hashem as he is beyond worlds with the shechina Hashem as he is involved and enclosed in each world according to each, each level and we have them both come together Next paragraph. Now we know this was also discussed in two previous of Vayeshev that the Nishama didn't come down to this world for itself because it's already perfect. Why then did it come down into this world in order to refine the Navasha bahamis, the animal soul, and to subdue it and transform it into holiness, that all it should want is Hashem. And how does the Nebuchadnezzar achieve this? Through the guidance of the Nebuchadnezzar, the, the godly soul, which uh, thinks and reflects about Hashem, Hashem is the only real thing, and uh, understands about it. Like the word Shema, to, Shema Israel, listen, O Israel, also means to understand to reflect and understand about how Hashem is one. And Echad includes three letters, Aleph, which is one, Ches is eight, and Dalet is four. So Hashem is one in all seven heavens and and earth and in all four directions. Not all uh, existence is nullified before Hashem, the Aleph, the one, and uh, Hashem remains, uh, essentially Hashem remains unchanged uh, from before creation. And the entire world is just like a, a, a person saying just one thing. So the entire world is just like from a statement of Hashem. It's it's like nothing effectively before Hashem. That's at the level of Shema. But then we have the level where we're within this world. And we sense, like we discussed earlier, the Shvatim, we're within this world, sense the, the world as something real. And then we have the second pasuk of Shema Bar Hashem, where uh, we acknowledge we acknowledge the world, but say yes, even this world that we feel and sense and live in, that too is part of Hashem, and that's the chodatatav, the lower union, and uh, that is uh, the how we acknowledge Hashem even after the influence of malchus, which allows for other, and we say even there, there's only Hashem. And through uh, having both the reflection of the nefshalik is the godly soul that sees only Hashem and the reflection of the nefshalik is, it says, despite seeing multiplicity, ultimately it's all Hashem. So that's how we get to vahavta, to love Hashem, vavcha, with our whole heart, meaning both with our godly soul and our animal soul. But in order to get here, we have to first say the brachas before Krishna in order to bring us to this state of uh, understanding and, and feeling. And therefore, we talk about the malachim and how they praise Hashem and sanctify Hashem, and they do so with a lot of noise and a lot of passion, because in order to achieve, in order to come to a love of Hashem, that the Yitzchor should also be turned over to Hashem, it's through a great battle. Like it says in the the prediction, the prophecy about Yaakov and Esau when they were still in Rivka's womb, that the one will overpower the other. They'll be fighting. And like what happened later, that Yaakov fought with the angel of Esau that they were wrestling. Um, until the, the dawn of morning, meaning that until the morning of Mashiach, where there'll be revelation of godliness throughout the entire time of exile, there's this state of war. But the Rav, the older brother, of the more powerful one, who actually spiritually also has this, uh, in a way, more powerful light of Tehu, the sparks of Tehu that then fell into this world, will serve the younger one which is Yaakov, and Yaakov is Tikkun, where things are rectified, and it might have less passion, but it's more appropriately directed. And the purpose of this uh, falling of tail of these sparks of Te'o, is in order then to bring them over, to bring the Nefshabamis over, that it should return, and it should the, the bad should be subdued and then transformed. And... Uh, Therefore, and and in order to do this, we have to remind the Nevi'im Bahamas about its source. That its source is actually from a high spiritual level. It's from the uh, the Merkava, the chariot, which has different animals on the four sides, and that that represents the passion of the Nevi'im Bahamas and of tayo And that's why we talk about the angels in the bracha, in the first bracha before Shema. And from that, we can then come to Shema and love Hashem truly with both of our both parts of our heart, both our Yetzirah and our Yetziahra. And we bring this down through Shema, through reflecting on the fact that there's only Hashem, and we're willing to totally give ourselves over and give give ourselves up for Hashem. That uh, that uh, Hashem's uh, to Hashem's uh, infinite light, and we, we just uh, want to just jump out of any containment, just and be subsumed within Hashem. Next paragraph at the top of the second side of Lamed. Now, it says, while there was kriyas yams of the splitting of the sea, it says, that the uh, horse and its rider was thrown into the sea. Now, a horse by itself cannot achieve very much good for people. But when you have a ride on it, which directs the horse, then the horse can run faster than a person, and now the rider is directing it in the right way. So similarly, the Nefsh Mahamish actually has more energy and more passion than the godly soul, when the Nefesh Alikis is writing it. So this elevates the Nefesh Bahamis uh, to a state of Masiris Nefesh being totally given over. And that's because it actually has that energy from Tehu. And uh, uh, that's that's what we mean when we said, we as we quoted the possible before, that the greater one, Esav, who's in a way greater, will serve the smaller one to the extent that after Shema. We, we move on to the Amidah, to Shimon Esrei, where we're in a state of total uh, bittle. at least that's the goal, to be in a state of total Bittu before Hashem, to the extent that the, the uh, Malachim, they say kadesh when we say kadesh. And uh, so we uh, bring down uh, this through Shimon Esrei, uh, we bring down this, uh, this uh, urine serve to the extent that Malachim follow our lead. And that's the idea of Esarusha Lissato, the arousal from above, from below, in other words, our own efforts, then elicits this arousal from above uh, to uh, that we should uh, be uh, bottom of Hashem, and then Hashem's light coming down to us. Now, next paragraph, hinekach Similarly, with bringing Hashem's light down to us, and that's through Torah, Torah is made up of 613 biblical mitzvahs and seven rabbinic mitzvahs, altogether 620. 620 is the same numerical value as keser, meaning a, a crown, and a crown is what is beyond the head. It surrounds the head. So this is a makif energy, a save of energy beyond uh, what uh, the worlds can take in. And uh, that's where uh, that's where uh, the uh, Jewish people reach when they bring down Hashem, Hashem's unlimited light. And that's why after the pasuk va'hafta which talks about our feeling towards Hashem, the next pasuk Vahayu Advarim speaks about Hashem coming down to us. We say v'ha'yadvarim elah shaneichem etzavchayom. That uh, the wo- these words, Hashem's words, that Hashem is commanding us today, meaning that it's coming. Hashem it says Hashem says in the first person that I command you today, meaning it's coming from uh, Hashem's essence, from beyond His beyond the uh, chain of, of evolution of worlds, uh, without concealment. And then the Malachim, they receive a ray from Al Teyra, like the posok says in Shir Hashirim, "Like begun him that the." angels in um in uh in uh, the gardens of ganadan and it, what they wait to listen to our voice they listen to our terror that in this world uh then that, that the array of that comes to the malachim and uh and therefore the malachim come and they celebrate our terror so the the uh, flow of uh, spiritual energy that the angels receive from the Jewish people is both from below up, when we are rising and trying to elevate and connect with love to Hashem, and from above below, the terror that comes back down to us straight from Hashem. And that's why we have two types of movement. It says Mahalchim in plural, because we have movement both from below to above uh, as we ascend with love and bitter towards Hashem, and then Hashem coming down to us through Torah, which is Hashem's wisdom and and light coming down to us. And then that uh, comes between the people who normally would stand still, which is the angels, and between also means to the inside of the angels. That they should have, they should gain this uh, idea of movements, both going upward and bringing downward. Next paragraph. Now the pasuk, this same pasuk uh, from Zechariah and the of Hanukkah says in Bedrachai Selech that if, uh, if uh, Hashem says if you walk in my ways, concept is that the energy and the ability that the jewish people have to elevate hashem and to bring down light from hashem is because yakov goes from the very highest level to the lowest level and through the terim mitzis, which is the 620 uh pathways of of uh, Kesser of uh, the light of the light beyond so that connects the uh above the beyonds together with us down here and that's what it means if you go in my pathways the path is what connects uh uh, uh, two cities you might have a highway connecting the two cities so similarly here we have this path that connects us within worlds and even within this physical world with the hashem as he is beyond worlds beyond the and the path allows the uh the flow from one to the other. And this uh, flow happens through Chesed, through kindness, and through Emes, through tr- through truth. Like the pasuk says, mm-hmm. That uh, Hashem's pathways are of kindness and truth. And uh, we 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 uh, go both go up to Hashem. Uh, and then afterwards, Hashem comes down to us. And that's why it says, someone who says, I only have Torah, he doesn't even have Torah, because Torah is the, like the emes, the truth, the, which is coming down from Hashem, whereas chesed is our efforts going up to, going up to Hashem, our mitzvahs in the physical world. And you need both. You need first the chesed, then you get to the emes. First our endeavor, and then the light from Hashem. Now, the pasuk in Zechariah continues and says, is basically you two shall judge my house. This idea of judgment represents kavura uh, and uh, reproving and uh, keeping the nefesh bahamis in shape and uh, and uh, knocking it when necessary, getting getting angry at it. And this is the concept. It talks about the sweat of the chayes, which is a type of angels. The idea of sweat, one of the causes of sweat is if someone's uh, afraid, if someone's anxious. And th- this uh, then makes a, a heat and sweat uh, that the, normally water is cool and cold. But here the sweat is uh, from heat. And then the heat pulls the water out of the body. And that's the idea of sweat. And uh, similarly, we have the Nahar Dinur, which is the uh, river, rivers, water, water, the river of fire that comes from the sweat of the angels between between the different worlds, Briyatirana and Nasir. And this river of fire, Nahar Dinur, it it makes the wicked uh, tremble. And this idea of uh, sweat. Um, the reverence before Hashem, and uh, and and which normally water is uh, calm, and this is uh, like uh, uh, anger and uh, anger and uh, towards something which is the opposite of the, of our love disturbs our love and our bonds. So that's the idea of of Gavura, of Todd and basi that. The base, the house, is uh, the the uh, the Hashem's palace and Hashem's base of mikdash. Like it says that we're not, we don't just build one base of mikdash, but there's a base of mikdash inside each of our hearts. That it says, you should make a mikdash and dwell in them." Meaning that inside each one of us, there's a base of mikdash. I'll nefshali kis, and. Then so so we've got to we've got to use some gavorah there in order to keep the Nevash in shape and 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 sort of knocking the Nevash and creating that sense of yearning and uh, reverence that brings us to Mahalchim to movement. And then the next pasuk says, listen, Yeshua Kaingado, Yeshua was the Gadot at the beginning of the second base of Migdash. And uh, the idea of a kain Gadol, Kayan is from Chesed, but even though your natural state is Chesed, it's the uh, kindness and love, but still use Kevura. And then uh, you're, then uh, not only uh, in, in my house, but also chatseri, in my courtyard, the house represents an area that has a roof, meaning that it's totally protected, whereas a courtyard only has walls and not a roof, meaning it's not fully protected. And uh, therefore, it needs more. Therefore, because it doesn't have a roof, it needs more uh, wa- careful watching and more careful protection. Uh, mean, meaning, it's a place where of uh, the Nevisha baham is of animals. So, so when we use a bit of gevura, and especially unlike the posse continues, not only my house but chadseri in particular, in my courtyard where there's space for the Nevisha is to f- fly out because uh, uh, into other foreign ideas so then we get this state of movement moving up and moving down but this is only fully achieved with mashiach right like the post there their talks in after about kinim, uh, uh maybe it's abdi tzemach i'm going to bring my uh, servant tzemach the uh, shoots the sprouting of mashiach because now we have, nowadays we have uh, Rotsu and sure we have the state of rotzi where we're jumping up to Hashem and yearning and passion, but then Shuv where we're just following instructions and that seems to be uh, calm and cold and dead, but when Mashiach comes, then Sovav will be revealed, darkness and light will be the same, and then there'll be movement, not only when you're jumping up with passion, but also we'll see the movements, the impact and godliness in the show in the following and the instructions and just doing. But in order to get there, we have to use some gevura, And that's why the miracles of Hanukkah and Purim began with a war was First, the war, and then there could be the, the uh, miracle and the day of rest because uh, the war is this idea of glory. So, either way, what we're out to achieve and that is uh, to be moving, and that means that we're yearning and wanting to connect Hashem, want to live in a higher way something that's really important. And when we do that, then Hashem's light comes over us, and then we can give give some of that even to uh, those, that the, the malachim and, and the uh, neshamis before that are not yet in this world, which uh, normally are aimed at him. And we do this all through uh, gvura on the name of uh directing it and making sure that it stays within where it should be and has this sense of yearning for something that is truly important. And that concludes the uh, today's uh, Ma- maimer and taf.